0: Green to green, my friend. You good, homie? Oh, okay, okay, okay. My bad. I, can't, I always, dude. I always forget you. You play the fucking intro. Like I, I don't know how I forget this every fucking.
1: Th- this is the per- this is the perfect way to open up the show too, you know, mm-hmm. to because we're talking about. Uh, oh, what's up, everybody? Uh, the, you know, good we're here for you're here for another episode. Uh, good morning to you. Good evening for us. Um, we're yeah. ha- we're having a good time here. We're here for a long time and for a good time as always. Right. That's uh, right. You know, I, I think we should just get to the bread and butter, real quick. Sure, uh, sure. You know, we we we. Don't, you know, it's still in the foundation stages, guys, but we are coming upon Season 3 of the DD214 Gaming Podcast. Season 3 headed straight your way. You know, we so had it- we had Year 0, we had Year 1, huh? you know, we had years, you know, this was, you know, pretty much like Season 2 and it worked really good. Yep. To, we had... A lot of guests. We had good times, man, and I can't wait for Absolutely. the future of it. And some of the exciting things we're gonna have a new theme song, mm-hmm. which I am. Which I mean, it, we're we're gonna say here. I'm. It's gonna be, pr- you know, produced by us. Jay's gonna be doing the vocals that he's writing the lyrics. And <laughs> you know, and you know, I'm actually I'm actually gonna write to this one guy named the Kiffness later to see if maybe there's some pointers or something that I should follow wanted to do it right but i'm actually i'm actually gonna play the song at the end of the show guys so you know we're gonna give a big shout out to kiffness and it actually has um it's featured drill sergeant d'apallo from fort jackson in the song but i can't i can't wait that's how we're gonna end the show today guys so nikki
0: nikki nikki just messaged me she's like you guys should do it like the brady bunch (laughs)
1: <laughs> I love like, it I like that
0: idea after that can you imagine we have like a like an intro with like the Brady Bunch basically yeah you know? why am I am not opposed to dressing like a woman dude like it doesn't bother me I me, you know? hey, I'm, I'm, I'm very comfortable with my sexuality listen you know we,
1: we've we've lived out our lives. I think it's time <laughs> to spice it up a little bit. I think we're gonna have to and, I, and I'll tell
0: you what honestly brother um, especially for our, our our kind of like mainstream continued viewing audience, um, we, we have, we've have come a very long way. And even though we've never had a very, I want to say set, extremely set format, I think it will be, um, better moving forward to have a little bit more of an organized and set structure to, to what we do here. Cause we, we do have a good time. And, and I also like the fact that we're, we're, we're slightly decentralized, so we don't always do the same thing every show, which is not a bad thing, Yeah, but it's all, but it's also not a bad thing to be. Organized and have a little bit more of a, I guess, structure to things. That way, we know you, you kind of know what you're you kind of know what you're getting, basically. Absolutely. You know, week week by week, you know what I mean. Which, and and apologies to to, to our viewing audience today. Unfortunately, we, we we are having to pre-record this, so we are not unfortunately coming to you live right now Sunday morning when you're viewing this. Sorry about that. Uh, that that's on me. Uh, Got to go get the kids uh, from Denver tomorrow. They were visiting their mother this weekend, so. I got to drive in the morning and get him back because my youngest has a birthday party to attend. Hey, the, the, the so I got to get I got to get up early and drive a couple hours to Denver and a couple hours back so as yay, yay right? So as Queen <clears> throat> says, throat> the show must go on. The show must go on, that's right. The show must go and, on. And don't feel bad about the pre-recording guys because if it makes you feel any better because of that birthday party that my my youngest is going to, I'm going to be missing my Chiefs Skin. So they're playing the Chargers tomorrow. Uh, so I'm, I'm not even going to be able to see the game. I'm just going to keep up with the uh, yeah on my, on my phone basically. So yeah, while
1: well, while we're talk, while we're talking about the uh, uh, sports real quick, bef- before we get to the contact sports, uh-huh. the Yankees <laughs> have swept Boston yesterday. No way! In a hell of a game, it was like eight eight to three yesterday. By uh-huh. the by, the third inning it was seven to zero. Nice. You know, it, we're, we're,
0: I'm not a big Yankees fan, but because you're a fan, you know, and you're they're they're, they're going for the playoffs, like it, it's giving me a slight like. Yeah, we're pushing All right,
1: you know. We're pushing the envelope right now, but we're about are to they st- Are they are they in the bubble or are they still
0: are they going to have a playoff or like what what's the How are they doing? we're so like, they are, the, where are they're,
1: they're the they're in the bubble? they're in the conversation. It, it looks like that if they make if, if if they win this series, they're going to the playoffs. Okay. As of right now, the game the game just started, and the Red Sox are leading the Yankees 1-0. And on top of that, they're playing at Fenway f- for this series, so this oh, is shit. it's it's gotten very very intense, very oh, yeah. very interesting. Well, now, is
0: Boston is Boston already in the playoffs,
1: or are they? They're how they the, do they're, they're they're look they're in the wild card. It looks like.
0: Oh, so the, so it's between the Yankees and the Red Sox for the yeah. wild card. That's what it's oh, looking shit.
1: like. So every game is the fucking playoffs right now. Yeah, tech technically because right after this we have
0: whoever whoever wins this. Yeah, you, we, we, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, because we still.
1: We, oh no, you're good because we still have which I'm absolutely very worried about. We still have number one in the league, the Tampa Bay Rays, and we okay. have the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, so okay. you, you know, so we got two high tier teams coming now. While we're talking about baseball. You're talking about uh, baseball. You're talking about playoffs. You know, a couple a couple days ago, my wife hooked me up with a full, complete set. The uh, t- the two the 2005 tops baseball oh, complete sh- set. So, you know, I are there
0: that, any um, cards in there that might be is there worth, there's, worth worth a bit from that from that particular year? Is there like some rookie cards in there? Or? There's
1: one rookie card that I have seen that it goes. We're close to a thousand dollars, and it's sitting right. Who's this? It? It's Justin Verlander. It. Oh, you're stat- you're staticking up. Yeah, so somewhere in here is a one thousand dollar. Yeah, so what, what did Verlander do?
0: What did Verlander like? Why is that card a thousand dollars? Like my, my fucking George Brett rookie cards, I don't
1: think are a thousand dollars. Yeah. So, so why is
0: that card? So, why again, is that card right here?
1: So I'm literally touching it with my fingerprint. so the PSA is obviously going to go down. Probably, I am going to get this card graded very soon. Um, what?
0: Why is that card so expensive? Like, what is the what's the I what is the what is the collector value of that particular card? So the funny thing is, I don't
1: know. I don't know, but I do know huh. that, that he had... you know
0: what's a fucking shitload of money?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what I do know is that he, Justin Verlander a couple of years ago got to some controversy when he and the famous uh, supermodel uh, came out with a sex tape. A leak. Se- I... A sex tape got leaked, and this was around the time that that happened. So, they, I mean, there could be some kind of relevance, and actually that's funny too because I got these other set of cards called the uh-huh. Allen and Ginter pack, and I have another... Just a Verlander card right here. Nice. So, oh yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever watch the sex tape? I mean, was it any good? I'll be honest with you. I don't remember. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember if I if I ever did. Um. I I I just I don't remember. I don't remember. But
0: there is a... you know just... after like after like you know I don't know what was it like. I, I never got big on the celebrity voyeur you know sex tape stuff. It was really like. I've seen so much porn throughout the years, you know, starting off, obviously, as a young man. And it's like I've the, seen so much porn. It's like the, the celebrity porn doesn't really do anything for me because I'm like, it's not really, a, it's not it's really so, what I'm into, um, it's know? what do. They call it? it's, like, they, it's so vanilla. It's vanilla. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I, I want to see hair pulling, smacking. You know, I, I want to see stuff happen. And that's the funny know? thing
1: because, like, a lot of these people, they're regular people. They're not. Porn stars—they're right. not trained they're, porn stars or whatever. They're, so they're so.
0: human. They're <laughs> human beings, just like we are. They just happen to be fucking famous. I mean, it's like they—they they have penises and vaginas just like the rest of us do. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, not Yeah. It's not this major. It's not a big. That, that's what I'm saying. I, I never got into it. But isn't, it, but isn't because, it
1: funny that it's so much more boring than actual pornography? Most of, yeah. Most
0: of them are. Yeah. I think. I think I've seen like one or two celebrity sex tapes where it was like. Not, like, A-listers. I'm talking, like, B or C, you know, yeah, D-listers. Yeah. But I've seen, I've, I've seen a couple where I was like, god damn, they're getting down, dude. Like, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's up. Just Like, like get get some, homie. Get some. You know, you know what just, I mean?
1: But, you know, just like uh, yeah. we're waiting for the guy from Why the Last Man to get down. He still hasn't gotten down yet. We're still yep. waiting. Four still episodes waiting. in. Four episodes in. He's still the only man in, in the world. Still hasn't gotten some yet. So,
0: Oh, on that TV show?
1: Yeah, it's so this dude's this is literally like the last dick on earth, and he yeah. hasn't gotten fucking laid yeah. yet. Yeah, and then you know what's so funny? Um, they actually so so they're very We're, they're very inclusive in the show. Okay. Very inclusive. So they have a character who is a trans character, a female to male character. Okay. And So with 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 his. So there dude Yeah. So there is another dude. Yeah, an, another dude, obviously with no penis, but. Um, there has been, you know, the whole point of this one character is that he's trying to find testosterone to keep, you know, to keep his body staying the way that he Uh wants it to be. And there's actually a moment where one lady's like, how? (laughs) And then like, and then like the, the character says, take a fucking guess, (laughs) Right, you know, and then but but it's also funny because there's a scene where the male character is being chased by a bunch of female police officers, and they're like, What the fuck? and he's just like, I'm looking for testosterone, I'm looking for testosterone, (laughs) and he's trying to play off that he's that he's a woman, but it's it's not it's
0: not working. This dude literally has the last cock on earth and can't get fucking laid. I don't know I don't know I don't know if this show is sounding very appealing to me right now. Like I don't I
1: don't can, dude you know what really Do suck you know, is if a, por- you're the last a porno d- will be coming out of this. I I guarantee I'll it. Oh,
0: guarantee it. Dude can, you know what would really suck is if you're the last dude on earth but you were gay. That would really oh, fucking suck. Oh. You shit. imagine that? Can you imagine the last, the last man on earth is a gay man? Like that would fucking suck for him, dude. That would fucking
1: suck. Oh, like,
0: shit. Yeah. Can you, you think ima- about, like,
1: can you imagine if he was, like, one of those, like, platinum star ones, too, that, like, never... That, that came out, like, C-section and never touched the vagina at all? Like... Oh, yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying, dude. And he... And that person would probably also be, like, somewhat responsible for, like, repopulating the fucking Earth. So, like... Oh, my yeah, God. Poor bastard, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like... Yeah. Now 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 granted you could repopulate the earth without having to do any physical
1: But then you know, but, but the, you're 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 pretty much everyone's daddy. Yeah granddaddy. Yeah a, and so and, on and, and so forth. And
0: how how lonely how lonely would you be? You know what I mean? Not having that would suck. That would that, really fucking That's suck. a
1: very interesting aspect of the show. Holy shit. I'm just, I'm just I'm really disappointed
0: this motherfucker hasn't gotten laid. Like straight up. Like I, I think I think it's dog shit this dude hasn't gotten laid. Like you are literally, you are literally swinging the only dick on the globe, and you cannot fucking get laid. Like, what is wrong with you? Yo. Like how, like how fucking, how how much of a fucking life failure are you? You know what I mean? Now, granted, that's just where my head's at.
1: You know what I'm, saying? I, I'm, I'm sure. No, but bigger, it's true. I, I mean, it I'm makes sure a lot of sense.
0: I am sure there's bigger problems going on in the world right now with there only being one dude, right? I'm sure there's bigger problems going on, but you got to figure out of like that many women somebody somebody's gonna watch someone's gonna. somebody some can't dick. control themselves somebody's like somebody's like I need, I need that like that's the only one like i need it right now yeah you
1: know what i'm saying there, there was even like one scene where like this one lady was going to shoot him but it looked like there was a, some type of sexual tension because she was angry right. that he was like the last man on earth right and she wanted that's to what's... kill him you know yep
0: this is this it, it, dude 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 if he comes down to some shit like that like sw- swinging a johnson becomes very important you know what i mean and you got to know how to handle your Johnson. You
1: better pray and, it's and, big, bro. And
0: women, and women, women uh, have feelings and and sexual desires just like men do. And you know it's you know so eventually it's going to come to a head. This dude is probably going to end up in like a 30, 30 on one orgy where he is just just like face fucked and you know just destroyed. He's you know a, what I mean? A, For like he's he's going to be
1: put. He's going to be put on, on a assembly line. Yeah, he
0: basically <laughs> is. He's he's going to turn into like. He's just gonna have to go down like one after the other, just like have like a line, a line of a line of like beautiful women, yeah. just like you know, like just bent over in front of him, and he just like has to just line them up and just go down the line. Yep. Speaking of which, I read I read Larry Flint's autobiography a long time ago. This dude was in the Navy. This is before before he was the you know founder of Hustler. He was in the Navy, and when he went on shore leave one time, he he got off the boat early. He was one of the first ones off. He went straight to a whorehouse, and he he got like four or five different women. And line, literally, lined them up just like that, where they were all bent over. And this dude literally threw his fucking back out, banging all these prostitutes, dude. Like, in some, like, that's like if that's not the most fucking Larry Flint story I've ever heard in my life. Like, the dude was in the Navy, uh... and the, he literally threw his back out, fucking prostitutes on shore leave, right? So, like,
1: <laughs> so like that must have been yeah, a hell like, of a profile description.
0: That's dude, but that's what this show should be. Like, like I don't even understand what
1: the fuck. How do you not get laid? Like I I, I I'm, I'm mind boggled. There's got to be some kind of like brothel or something too. I mean we haven't I mean we haven't even touched the tip of the spear. So far we've just gotten political. Like we're seeing just mostly government and a lot mm-hmm. of things that are shut down. And that's really right. it. So we haven't even gotten to like um, rebel groups, um, fascist groups, racists. We haven't even gotten to there. And the one character is actually a, a army an army uh, lady. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually Army Special Forces, from what I'm I mean, understanding of the show.
0: The, 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 the con, dude, I'm not going to lie, dude. I, I talk a lot of shit, but I mean, the, the, con, the concept is, is fast, is fascinating. It
1: really oh. is. Can you fucking imagine a world where, like, me and you, we don't, no. do, we, we don't do this podcast anymore? So two women would be taking over. We'd be dead. Right. 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 And it's like, yeah, I, I
0: yeah, I, I just can't, it's, it's a fascinating concept. And I, I, You'll have to tell me more about it. I I
1: just you know I'm I'm a dumb infantryman so yeah it's I can't, I'm, I'm, I
0: can't get I can't get past the lack of sex
1: yeah it's yeah. it's a, it's such an interesting very interesting concept. Um, in other news, the Guardians of the Galaxy video game soundtrack is coming out. Okay. Um, the game comes out uh, October 26th. It's coming on all consoles and PC, and the Nintendo Switch. So, it uh, it's a. Kind of a lengthy track list, so I'll give you a few. Um, Okay. I ran so far away by Flock of Seagulls. Okay, that's more '80s, but okay, yeah, Yeah. sure. Take on me by Uh Aha. Oh, it's oh, so this is gonna be like
0: the '80s. It's like an '80s playlist. It is
1: an '80s playlist. There we go. (laughs) Turn up the radio by Autograph.
0: Turn up the radio.
1: Yeah, my favorite Billy Idol song, White Wedding. Ooh, that
0: is actually a funny story about that. You know you know I like karaoke
1: right yes like, yeah like
0: talk about it once in a while the very first karaoke song I ever sang was white wedding and it was uh it was on the it was on the day of my sister's wedding so my sister got married we had the reception and then I went out hey little to have a couple, <laughs> to ha- yeah to have like, a couple of, like celebratory <laughs> drinks and and that was the
1: first time I ever sang karaoke it was it, was, Billy white, white Wh- white it was white wedding yeah um, that that's that's my favorite Billy Idol song. Um, Mine
0: is my favorite. My favorite song by him is um, "Rock the Cradle." That I remember that yeah. that video that video from the eighties, dude. Like when I was a I kid, remember like that. there was like you know where like the the chick comes over to like I don't know like place like, I don't know it's some the video the music video is weird but this chick ends up like dancing and and it's like with this nerd dude who like I don't fucking know whatever. Dude. Yeah, yeah, like, no,
1: I know I, I I remember it. I remember it. Yeah, um, that's all. We also got. What else, what else we got? I'm sorry. Call me, call me, eh, eh, Danny. Call me eh, eh, by Blondie. Uh, Blondie. Don't, don't fear the reaper by Blue Oyster Cold. Blue Oyster Cold. Yeah, that's
0: that's that is actually my that's actually my staple karaoke yep, song. There you go. my. I can sing that song forward, backwards, in a blackout. Like, Sober. <laughs> I, I can literally, like, I've sang that song, like, so many times, dude. Like, yeah, go ahead. What what, what else we got? Next is Don't Worry,
1: Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. Bobby McFerrin. Yes, sir. Yep. Holdin', yes, uh, sir. Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler.
0: need a hero.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll Tumble for You by The Culture Club. I'm not familiar oh, fucking, with that Oh, yeah, fucking
0: Boy George. Is that Boy George?
1: Oh, yes, it is. It is. Culture uh, Club? Culture that's Club. Fucking, that's Boy George, isn't it? Yep. Rock, Rock Till You Drop by Def Leppard. Interesting. The, fi- Interesting choice. the Final Countdown by Europe. Okay, that's, that's um, definitely going to be on that one. Final this, Countdown. This definitely. one is actually one of my favorite songs of all time. Relax by by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Relax, don't do it. Oh, okay, yeah. I love that song. Uh, Cars by Gary Newman. Okay. Everyone's a Winner by Hot Chocolate. Ooh, Where Eagles Dare by Iron Maiden. Aw, oh, bitch. They could they have chose a better I wanted, one.
0: I wanted, I wanted to be Where Eagles
1: Dare by Misfits. Oh. I like a good Misfits song, I, I know song Goddamn too.
0: son of a bitch, you know?
1: Yep. Bad Reputation by Joan Jett. Okay. I, I Love It Loud by Kiss. Turn Me Loose by Loverboy. Bo- Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Hanging yeah, yeah. Tough by New Kids on the Block. Oh, get the fuck out
0: of here. Hanging Tough? Fuck, yep, come on.
1: Hanging Tough. Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar. Uh-huh. Since You've Been Gone by Rainbow. Okay. Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Nice. The Warrior by Scandal and Patty
0: Smith. Hey, dude, funny funny story about Rick Astley. Like, so I was on Reddit the other day, and Rick Astley did a cover of Everlong by Foo Fighters at a, at a club like last week with his band and he put the recording up on Reddit. And so I commented in the, in the threat, in the, in the thread section, I I made a comment and I was like, Hey man, that's, you know, whatever. The dude actually fucking Rick Astley like actually replied to me and I was like, ha, fucking cool. Rick Astley, like Rick Astley actually replied to me. That's fucking cool. So that's my, yeah, that's my celebrity. That's my celebrity uh, story for the day. Nah. You know, I got Rick, I got Rick Astley to, to reply to me on on Reddit.
1: That's fucking cool, <laughs> man. Let's see. Well, we got the warrior. Oh yeah. Love song by simple minds. Tainted love. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Not, not fucking, not, not the, the cure. cure. Yeah. The yeah. Fuck? I know. What the fuck? The, and the cure, you know, and I, you know, I'm so, I love the cure. My favorite the cure song is a forest. You know, Dude, like, there's,
0: there, there's a reason there's a reason that South Park has a joke about, like, the lead singer of The Cure, like, saving the world. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it, it's like,
1: possible. Like, we built this city by Starship. Starship, fucking gay. Everybody wants to <laughs> rule the world by Tears, tears for, for Fears. Tears for Fears, absolutely. Yep. We're, we're not going to take it by Twisted Sister. Fuck yeah, Twisted Sister. Yep. Fuck yeah, G. Snyder. Fuck oh, yeah, bro. It's getting real interesting now. Everybody have fun tonight by Wang Chung. Absolutely. Yep. That song is absolutely okay if on that list. Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. 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 Yep, and, that, and the rest of the songs are actually it, they're listed as Star-Lord. So I'm going to assume that the rest of these songs are sang by the guy who does Star-Lord in the game, which are songs that are Zero to Hero, Space Riders, Ghost, Watch Me Shine, We're Here, All for One, no guts, no glory. Solar skies and the darkness inside. So this looks like a very interesting, a very interesting track list. I would love to see this come out in in, in vinyl, like they did for the movie versions of the soundtracks. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that would be so fucking cool. I'd really love to see that for this because I will Do you actually. Have a... Do you have a record player? It's to the right of
0: me. Nice, dude. Well played, sir. Well yeah. played. Yeah, I, I love. Speaking of. Uh... Speaking of speaking of soundtracks and playlists and record players, like uh, Ghost uh, just announced their their next tour. Um, I saw. Volbeat is opening up for them, right? Yeah. So Volbeat is going to be opening up for Ghost, and I was looking up the the, the dates, and I was like seeing like where they where, where they were going to be going, and one of them happens to be Independence, Missouri. Holy and shit! And so, and it's in February, so. And me and me and me and my beautiful, wonderful, amazing girlfriend. I'm gonna have, go see Ghost. We have we have two tickets to see Ghost uh, in February in Independence. So so how we're, interesting.
1: We're so are, so the venue that they're playing at because mm-hmm. the town, you know, obviously I've been to Independence. I've seen it's right. not that big. So no, where it's, are they it's playing? Suburb.
0: It's a, it's a. It's an arena. It's, it's it's basically like it would be like a it'd be like a hockey arena. Oh, I mean? like, like okay. Like 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 a, like a, like a minor league. It's it's not a hockey arena, but I'm saying like the size of it. It'd be like, yeah, it'd, be like a, yeah. it'd be like a minor league hockey arena. Yeah. You know? So it's not it's not a fucking NHL or a or a basketball. It's like build. it's
1: like the size of like what an arena was from the '80s to like the early 2000s.
0: Probably 10,000.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna say probably 10,000. Shit, that's
0: good yeah. enough. About about the size of the Tucson Convention Center, probably.
1: That's not bad uh, in
0: Tucson where I grew up. So no, it's not. Yeah, and it's and that's that's what you get in a city. You know, it's Kansas City, so even the suburbs have fucking arenas you know what i mean like that's, that's great and you know, you know, for, know so. for a small
1: town i, I mean thrice is going to be here in a couple of weeks so i'm hoping that i'm able to see them uh, we got right. bands like motionless and white coming here under oath is going on tour in january um, under oath,
0: they're still around huh
1: under oath just came out with
0: are they still are they still christian
1: do you know what's very interesting is that they so they, they they went this very dark route with um with a few of their albums after their drummer Aaron left. Okay. Now you know the drummer was the singer of the band. Oh, thank you, baby. Service with a smile. Yes, uh. Yes, uh. Look at that. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir.
0: I'm old Jay. So what were you saying? So the the drummer the drummer was the singer and, and yes. he left. So,
1: like... so he so yeah, his name was Aaron Gillespie, and he actually he he left the band. And after he left, the band went through this wicked dark turn, where a lot of their religious, um, like perspectives weren't shown that much, and it was actually like a, to me like a reflection of of trouble with faith or or having an issue recognizing their faith or losing their faith or whatever it may be a lot of those albums signified that
0: sure sure and
1: and aaron is back now and he's been back i want to say i want to say he's been back for maybe i think there's like the third album now that he's back now okay and they've gone like a really beautiful approach because now they're still hard but right. they have this really awesome like alternative ambiance to them now that, that really it it, it it it's it's good enough for the radio and it mm-hmm. sounds like and all their songs sound like deep cuts. And you know okay. for those who know me, I love a That's, good deep cut.
0: I remember there there was a Christian um rock band called uh Disciple and they came out with an album this would have been not very long before I joined the army. About the time I got married the first time. So yeah, like two thousand seven, two thousand eight time frame, they came out with an album and like the whole album was like just it was like a press play album. I was like, God damn, dude, like this is a really good fucking album. You know what I mean? Like you know, regardless of you know, religious beliefs or anything like that, it was like the music was really fucking good. You know what I mean? It was just the the music itself was really fucking good. Yeah, and and it's,
1: it's so crazy. To, yeah, yeah because it's interesting that you said it because there's bands i used to listen to okay we had P.O.D. yep um we also had demon hunter i was just gonna say did, 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 have you ever heard of demon I, hunter uh, you, you know, know fucking,
0: i got my shitty i got my shitty demon hunter tattoo and you
1: know and then but, um but then you also had there were there there was a a wild christian death metal scene yes. As crazy as it sounds
0: i have i have shirts i yeah. have like Impending Doom. Impending Doom, uh, War War of Ages. You know, like fucking, there there were some really good Christian bands. Like, really good. Really good.
1: One of them was um, Living Sacrifice, which ended up, the guitar player ended up playing for POD. And then there was Soul Embraced, which actually, the guitar player for Soul Embraced ended up going into Evanescence. And that song, Tourniquet, is actually a cover of a heavy metal song.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. So Fuck yeah. Like that,
1: that's a nice little fact. Um, well, actually, while we're talking about music, um, Nirvana, Nevermind, the, the album Nevermind, is now going to be 30 years old. Holy shit. Um, and I, yeah I got Yeah I want to I I, I want to hear <laughs> because you were alive when the album oh, yeah. came out so I was. And What I remember, so, I, remember it, so, I remember it very vividly So what I was mean, going I, on? What was cuz Kurt Cobain had not passed away yet. He was still around. Oh, you know, this is within this was it this,
0: this is in Nevermind was released a little, a little less than 4 years before he died and then within that like 3 years and 9 months or whatever it was like nirvan like nirvana and grunge n- music in general like the whole the whole the whole spectrum of rock and roll shifted like massively and it started with that album it started when they released smells like teen spirit like that song like crushed everything into powder and then all of a sudden like all like, like i'm talking like you want to talk about like 80s hair metal right 80s hair metal was like really big, rock and roll, girls, you know, having fun, drinking,
1: Nirvana hanging came with the and boys. Killed it.
0: That shit fucking died overnight. Like it literally fucking died overnight. You you hear those songs on like classic rock you know radio stations nowadays. On the actual radio back in those days, that shit went away overnight. You didn't see fucking hair metal. Like smells like Teen Spirit came out, and all of a sudden everybody was wearing fucking plaid and fucking singing about their goddamn feelings and shit you know and it was really like the, the, it was very moody it was a very moody like alternative alternative music and grunge music in the 90s was very moody you know it was like very in my feelings you know like you if you if you you know with bands like nirvana alice in chains soundgarden um all, you know like fucking seattle dude like just all of seattle yeah. in general like the 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 massive shift that 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 area had on the music landscape in the 90s started because of fucking nirvana that's really like and, and this, and by the way, this is coming from a guy who's not a huge Nirvana fan. I have several of their songs that I do like, and when I was younger, I did own a couple of their albums. Um, but I don't consider them like my favorite '90s band, or '90, or grunge. They're not even like my favorite grunge grunge band, you know. But that's not to deny their obvious impact on music and really society in general, you know, because you literally saw like entire entire fucking genres of music go away overnight and it literally just that's ju- great that's, cra-
1: that, that's actually very crazy and that's actually why i wanted to hear your perspective about what was going on during that time because i didn't know that yeah you
0: i mean you literally got fucking watching mtv we're
1: talking 1991 and hair and well, hair if, and hair metal was still
0: i would yeah i would say like 92 it, it probably it probably started hitting hard in 92 because i think the album was released 30 years ago this week
1: pantera so, pantera was probably going into their transition during this time too because pantera
0: was one of the pantera was one of the only bands that kept it fucking metal yeah everybody fucking chopped their balls off in the 90s like from from eight, everybody in 80s metal chopped their balls off except for like a couple of fucking crucial bands pantera didn't chop their balls off they actually got harder you know because in the 80s they were they, yeah, people they were, don't realize they were a hair
1: band they were
0: (laughs) started as a fucking hair metal band dude like yeah pantera actually got harder you know what i mean So, like good for them right um slayer that's such a that's
1: such a crazy fucking dynamic too that a lot of people don't understand that philip philip and salmo and Dimebag and the rest of them they were a fucking hair band
0: yeah they started as a hair band and then yeah but slayer never slayer never lost their balls you know uh machine head never lost their balls but the list gets pretty fucking short after that, and if you're talking about bands that you actually hear on the radio, you know more than once every fucking blue moon, um, you saw shit die like overnight. Like you didn't fucking hear from like, Motley Crue after fucking smells like Teen Spirit. Like, prove me wrong. Like, what was what was Motley Crue doing from fucking like 1992 to 1995? Probably not shit, you know, because like they weren't they definitely
1: weren't in the fucking news. You know what I mean? That is so and, interesting. And now you saw like yeah. So not only did you see a musical shift. But you right. also mentioned you saw a cultural shift, too.
0: Correct. Yep. Because you... So simultaneously, along with the the Nirvana and the and the kind of the grunge music and the alternative rock phase, the other giant cultural shift was you had gangster rap. So fucking N.W.A. N.W.A. Uh, Wu-Tang. Easy E. Wu-Tang. Uh, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang was a little bit later, but... Okay, yeah, 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 you're like, right. If we're talking like early 90s... So the, the real shift was, like, you went from, like, all these, like, neon bright colors, like, 80s colors to this very, you know, solid colors. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, everybody got turned into, like, a fucking heavy metal gangster in the fucking 90s, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you were if you were a kid or a teenager in the 90s, like, you were either wearing, like, some grunge shit or you are wearing some baggy-ass gangster shit or a combination of both. You know what I mean? Like, I still pretty much dress like that to this day. Like, I'm a fucking – I mean, I, that's literally, like, my, my, my fashion style is – is baggy and loose you know what I mean like that's because of that era you know what I mean and that's and and growing up being a kid obviously a lot of that music obviously shaped shaped my life as far as like the the, you know the the sounds of my life you know that that shifted me in a certain direction you know what I mean like that's the stuff I grew up listening to you know so yeah yeah
1: it's very it's it's very cool that's very cool thank you for that because I've always wanted to know what was going on during that time you know and and it I mean, so how fast did you see, like, people changing their clothes? Like, how fast was that? Well,
0: that would be, like, the difference of, like, going going on summer vacation and coming back. And the, the, we're, like, a lot of the trends were still similar. You know, you still had fashion trends, yeah. obviously. Not, not. I'm you know, I, I don't want to make it sound like it wasn't, like, 100% of everybody was dressing like that. But at the beginning of the 90s, you had, like, fucking MC Hammer. But then like a couple years later you've got fucking Dr Dre like waving fucking AKs and shit. You know what I mean? Like it's like you're not going to you're not going to wear the parachute pants anymore. You're probably going to put on the fucking Dickies, you know, and and and, and fly a fucking and, and you know and fly a rag, you know, out of your back pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like that's and, and it was like but that was only within like 2 or 3 years. You know, you went from fucking MC Hammer rap, rapping about you can't about can't touch this to fucking Dre Day and let me ride and nothing but a G thing. You know what I mean? So the the shift was massive on, like, starting with, like, and, you know, and, and same with the rock and roll. Like, you went, you know, you're not going to tease your hair. You're not going to tease your hair with some fucking Aquanet, you know, to go to your fucking rock and roll show now. You're going to fucking, Don't you're going to go Don't start
1: turning in there fucking, me on. Don't gonna,
0: start. <laughs> yeah, do like, all, all that. I mean, it really, like, <laughs> by the time I went to my, 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 the first concert I went to was 1995. It was Ozzy Osbourne. By the time I went to that concert, 95, there was not a single person with teased hair in that audience. So put it that way. So within within half of the decade. That's interesting. In in the rock and roll, like the metalhead community, teased hair would, did not exist anymore. It was gone. It was dead, fucking dead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it wasn't. And you and you'd be, you'd be fucking made fun of if you know if you if you fucking showed up like nowadays. It's a retro thing, you know. But but then it was like no no no.
1: Yeah, and I'm and I'm stuck in it. I'm stuck in it. The retro thing. I, I love it. it Dude, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with retro stuff. you like I mean,
0: obviously Nirvana's music has had, had such a, a groundbreaking impact on the music industry in general. And then of course with Kurt Cobain uh, passing away a few a few short years later, you know what I mean, like it, it amplified the 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 impact that it had. You know what I mean? It really did. It just yeah. amplified the impact. And then and, and I've I've always asked the question too. When you think about Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl was the fucking drummer of Nirvana. You think about the impact that Kurt Cobain's death had, like, would there be, would there be Foo Fighters without, without, um, uh, without, uh, if Kurt Cobain yeah. had lived, basically, would, would the Foo Fighters, have, would the Foo Fighters have existed the way they exist now? And I don't know if they would have or not.
1: Absolutely. You know, would, you would, had, uh, you know, you also sorry. had
0: Jason Everman, who went to Special Forces. Yep, he, Jason Everman, he, he also played in Soundgarden, too. Yeah. I mean, that's like. You know, and, and he he actually has a band now. Uh, he has a band now that does a lot of work for vet veterans and stuff, which is really cool and like, good. I actually, I think the whole band, I think the
1: whole band are veterans.
0: I, they, they they very they might be. I actually haven't checked out any of his stuff, but I need I need to because he's a freaking he's an he's an amazing person. I know yeah. we, we I know we made we made a joke on this podcast one day, um, <laughs> about, about him, and uh, God damn it, sorry dude. Oh, that's
1: uh, we made life. a life.
0: Yeah, do, do, do you remember do you remember the joke I told you that day? Like what do you, what do you call what do you call a dude who uh, had enough uh, had enough music, musical talent to uh, uh play in Nirvana and Soundgarden but decided to join the army instead? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the answer is a fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 he's a fucking idiot. No, he's he's obviously not. He's a very talented individual, so.
1: You know, it, but, it's, yeah. it, it, listen. You know, a lot of people will probably take offense to that, but I think the one thing that people have a misconception is that this is how a lot of veterans talk to each other, you know? Yeah. know we These are the jokes oh, yeah, that we tell. These are the jokes that we tell. We break each other's balls all the time. You know, I just, uh, my little brother, who's a Marine, I just spoke to him a couple of days ago, and um, he's getting out, and I, you know, I had to break his balls a little bit, and I told him, I was like, you know, you better get your fucking VA, you better go to right. fucking school, and, he, and he's like, "Oh, come on!" I'm like, no, you want your, you want to get paid, right? Go to yep. fucking school, right? And yep. and, he, and I was like, "You know what to do? Hey, you know what you want to do?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah." He he wants to do ATC, like chance.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's that's good. That's yeah. I was like, a, because he'll have a fucking job when he gets out. And that's a fucking. If you can handle, let me put it this way: if you can handle the stress of that job, you you'll you'll be fine for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. That yeah. job.
0: That job will never go away. You know what I mean? at, at least at least in our at least in our lifetimes that yeah. job ain't going they,
1: yeah and Can it's you, it, i mean it's so it's so fucking interesting talking to him and like i'm, I'm listening by yeah. the way go keep, no you're keep good talking. it's so interesting giving giving him the advice that was given wow. to me and just being like hey you know a break you know because he's in the marines i was in the army so the whole you All know right. breaking of the balls thing is there so I'm obviously breaking his balls, you know, uh, Marines Marines and all this stuff, but you know, it's nice. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. But yeah, but but back to what I was saying, yeah, this is just how we talk to each other. And if, you know, it, it's very very rarely where a veteran or a soldier will will take that shit personally cuz they get it. You only you only you only
0: take it personally when it gets personal. You exactly, know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's like that's really and and it's and it's always well, I shouldn't say always. I want to say it's almost always very obvious when somebody's being ser- being too serious about it. You know, be like, you know, making a really really bad offhand comment like, well, maybe if your fucking wife hadn't left you for Jody, you wouldn't you'd be yeah. you wouldn't be fucking broke right now. You'd be like, motherfucker, what, dude? Like, that's not okay. That's not cool, right? But the the the, the friendly ball br- – like, I could talk all the shit about Jason Everman I want. The dude played in Nirvana, Soundgarden. He was a fucking ranger, special forces. Like, I got nothing on this motherfucker. I can, I can, I can make a joke about him all I want, being an idiot for joining the army after being in a, a couple badass rock he could, and roll he, bands.
1: He could beat both our asses with one hand dude, standing he, behind his hand. Already, like, he already did. <laughs> <laughs> he already did. like I, I'm looking around. I'm like, I'm living in
0: a, I'm, I'm living in a double wide right now, right? Like, he already, <laughs> the dude already won. Okay, like, the game's, <laughs> game's already over, bro.
1: Like, that's great. Uh, In gaming news, we also have okay. So first, uh, the the Nintendo had their panel, and dude, um, it's so crazy. But Nintendo Switch games and Sega Genesis games are coming to the Nintendo Switch, and they are coming out with controllers for them too. And Sega Genesis. And Sega Genesis. I wonder how they fucking made that deal happen. That's interesting. That is very interesting, and it goes—it just goes to show, PlayStation is not for the gamers.
0: <laughs> hey, man, enemy, enemy of my enemy is my is a friend, right? Yeah. So I mean, I mean, they were you know Genesis and Nintendo or Sega and Nintendo were bitter rivals, you know, back in the nineties. You know, but they're not—they're not up against each other anymore. They're up against fucking yeah, and Mi- n- Microsoft
1: and fucking Sony. Yeah, so. and Nintendo has been merging with with Microsoft too. So it's it's it's. You know, like what's going on here? I think, I think.
0: Well, we we've called it, dude. I think Sony's nosediving. I think that I I think they. I'll tell you if 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 Sony was the fucking army, okay, this would be like the equivalent of like your your division commander making some really really bad fucking calls. And so now you've got all these sub battalions, you know, battalions and companies and platoons move moving in all the wrong directions basically. And they're about to get fucking overrun. You know what I mean? Like I still have not seen a single Sony game, let alone like anything that makes me want to give a fuck about buying a PS5. Yeah. I haven't, I have not seen the first fucking, that system has been out for a year. You know that, right? Yeah. PS5 has been out for a fucking year. Like there's, they had, there's no games for it. it. Like it doesn't, Nothing. Nothing has rocked anybody's socks off that they're talking Listen,
1: about. Listen, the it. one gift that I wanted, on PlayStation came to Xbox already. And that was MLB the Show. So, there you go. I'm I mean, good. I, I, yeah. I and it's inter- And it's so good. cool because now on top of that, the Switch they're coming out with a Sega Genesis controller for the Switch, and they're coming out with a Nintendo sixty four controller uh-huh. for the fucking Switch. This is great, you know. And yeah, the, it is. The, the 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 remotes are wireless. They feel comfortable. They look good, and they this are is like the kind of thing
0: like kids can play in the backseat of the fucking car when they like go on road trips and shit, huh? Yep. God
1: fucking damn it, dude. Yep, they did it, man. And on top of that, w- along with that reveal, they have revealed the cast for the Super Mario movie. Oh boy, yeah, I remember seeing this. So I, I want you, I want
0: you to talk about it because I definitely have yeah. A couple so
1: of opinions about it, so. Okay, so we're gonna go through the list here. So the list is: uh, Chris Pratt as Super Mario, uh-huh. Anya Taylor Joy as Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Bowser is Jack Black, and Donkey Kong will be played by Seth Rogen, and Toad will be played by Keegan Michael Key, and Cranky is, Kong will be played by Fred Armisen. You know, uh, and then yeah,
0: this, this sounds like uh, this sounds like an ex- okay. So I'm way out of fucking. Out of date with a lot of stuff, right? So I just saw Nikki showed me Grown Ups the other the other night, the Adam Sandler movie.
1: Hilarious!
0: I it, oh, it was. I I'd never i never seen it, but I I was real I was realizing where all the jokes come from, um, watching it though, where they talk about where they people joke about Adam Sandler like making movies just so him and his friends can fucking hang out or do yeah, something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, that's that's what this the the cast for fucking this Mario game sounds like. That it's like yeah, Chris Pratt and fucking Seth Rogen and like. It's, like, all they're, they're just going to, like... Jack just Black, gonna, Keegan, yes, Key, Key? Dude, they're going to fucking just smoke hot in the sound booth and just laugh and make funny noises. That's yeah. all they're going to... And, like, and like, it, it's
1: so cool, because, like, this isn't the cast that, that I would have chosen, but it's the cast that I'm okay with. You know? Right. It's not, right. A, it's not a bad cast at all. I mean, I don't know who the fuck Anya Taylor-Joy is, and I'm pretty sure they could have picked so... Oh, my some,
0: God, you know? She's that... She's an actress. She's got, um... She has a very, she's very pretty, but she has one of those like really unique faces where like, she, like you, you recognize her as soon as you see her. Okay. Like that's she's she's a very pretty young lady, um, but she but she but she has a very unique face. Like and you, that's she, probably
1: like, why they chose her.
0: She might have a nice voice. I don't watch a lot. I haven't really seen any of her movies, but yeah, she might have a nice voice. I don't know. Yeah. I, I... Chris Pratt for Mario, they're like I want to know how they're gonna. Are they just gonna have Mario sound like a dude from Jersey or what? Because I'm like,
1: you know, and and I okay, so I I actually got into a conversation on the on you know because I also produce the Late Brunch podcast. Yeah, and this yeah. conversation, you guys, came, you, guys,
0: you, guys are, you guys are doing fantastic, by the way.
1: I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. They're stressing me out.
0: They're fucking stress! Stop stressing them out, Gio. What the Clint, fuck? Clean, clean
1: Sanchez and Joe too. Yeah, Geo you fuck Geo G- and Joey fucking assholes Joe,
0: Joe and fucking Joey fucking bunch ki- of fucking pricks fucking like can you guys stop stressing John out fucking, fucking please dude fucking like, we're trying to have a podcast here, here. which try-
1: they 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 put me in a porta potty with a glory hole in it <laughs> Shut the fuck up did they really If if you watch the youtube of the show you never see me you I never see- yeah you never see me on camera but i am inside of a porta potty that has, with a glory hole in it so, you see
0: is that a thing thing out east, like are there glory holes like a thing out there like, I've never really seen a public glory hole so, so, I mean only only time I ever saw one was in Afghanistan oh shit,
1: what the fuck Oh, are in Afghanistan. No shit. Oh, my fucking God.
0: In in, in our our bathrooms, by the way, our bathroom. I swear to God, dude, can't make this shit up. Couldn't make this shit up if I was fucking trying.
1: Oh, man. So to answer that, I think it is because McGreevy went to a bunch of them over. And he, McGreevy, if you guys don't know, was our governor a couple years back. And he got in trouble for, um, you know, having sex in the bathrooms of the rest stops. You know, glo- so they exist, obviously. So, so they exist. They're out there. They're not. And they know. must
0: be enticing. If the governor of the fucking state wants to get his dick sucked in one, it's got to be good. Uh, <laughs> I got to imagine it's good.
1: Him and his I wife. Mean, he, apparently, him and his wife were getting down. So,
0: that's what's up. Oh, so she. Oh, oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, they were. They, they, there was this. Oh, that's what's up. This was how even put her.
1: Yeah, I have to say, I have to send you that link. It was a very interesting thing. But yeah, this is the treatment that I get. They put me in the porta potty. They, uh-huh. you know, they tell me to press these buttons. It's leaking inside the porta potty.
0: Oh, I,
1: yeah, you know, you know, it's just.
0: Why, 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 don't they, why don't they just make
1: you sign up for another four years in the
0: fucking army? I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you, Gio and Joey? What the fuck, dude? treat <laughs> John like that? I'm, oh, I'm gonna man. come out to Jersey. And but, fuck you guys up. No, dude. yeah,
1: so, so we got to. So we got into this conversation uh, the other day about about it, and you know my. my so one thing that we all grew up on is that Super Mario was from was from Brooklyn. He was from New York. You know? Right. Yeah, he okay, right. yeah, he's from Italy. But, you know, from what I understand, no, growing up he was, was, yeah. he was from New I, York.
0: I, I remember that being part of some of the lore back in like the yeah. early early to mid 90s. That was kind of the lore if 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 Mario was actually in existence, he'd be like a plumber in, in like in Brooklyn basically. Yeah, yeah. But so
1: and uh you know so i i'm kind of hoping that we, we kind of get a little bit of that that's what i'm kind of hoping for
0: do you remember the shitty ass like super mario brothers show back in the day with captain
1: Luabano? dude they that shit it? it's funny because i oh i can't remember i was watching it like maybe two years ago give or take maybe two years ago it yeah. came, it's on like pluto or something like oh, that. It's on,
0: like, you can watch it on youtube i mean it, it is definitely not aged well but it is very nostalgic it is very
1: nostalgic, though. Yeah. And, and I mean, to have Captain Lou Albino do it, it's, it's actually kind of interesting. Oh,
0: fuck yeah, dude. Now, like, we, God, God rest that man. So. Yeah,
1: we also have Charlie Day as Luigi. Interesting choice. I mean, okay, um, let, let's do it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, But Jack Black as Bowser, I don't think that could have been any more perfect than, than what that is because that's pretty fucking perfect.
0: I could see him doing it.
1: And that's definitely coming
0: from a guy who's not a. I'm not a big Jack Black fan, but
1: yeah, same here.
0: Well, but but the whole. I tell you what, the whole rest of the world fucking loves his ass. So like, I'm not gonna talk shit I'm because not, apparently, okay, I'm in the I'm in the minority of not being a big Jack Black or same D fan.
1: S- same here. Same here. Same here. And it's not that I'm not talking down on them. There's just you know, no, I, I like no. a couple of their songs. What's that? What's no, it, your no, favorite not- dish?
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, teamwork, that's fucking teamwork, yeah, like, yeah, that's funny, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking shit about the, the, again, same as fucking, uh, what's his, what's his dick, the guitarist for fucking Nirvana, you know, like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Jack Black already won this fight, dude, like, I, I can (laughs) say whatever I want, and he doesn't, he's, he's already won, you know what I mean, like, he already did his thing, like, I can't really talk shit, it's, it's just, I'm not a big fan, that's it, like, didn't get into, like, his movies with the the kids, where he's trying to make a be a music teacher, and do that dumbass caveman movie, like shit. I I don't. That's so. And then his characters in the movies that I have seen, when he plays these other characters, like Tropic Thunder, I was just like, God, can somebody just fucking
1: see Tropic him Tropic Thunder is probably the only thing. Brain, yeah, the only I could pro- I, I could stand him in Tropic Thunder. He he was hilarious in Tropic Thunder, but that's about it. I can't really I can't really uh, get into him any more than that.
0: My favorite scene with Jack Black is in a movie called The Jackal, starring Bruce Willis. And he gets his fucking arm blown off with a fucking fifty cal before Bruce Willis like finish, finishes the job. That's my favorite scene of Jack Black. He's <laughs> like, he's like holding up a pack of cigarettes and like Bruce Willis pulls the trigger and like blows his arm off. And then Bruce Willis is like, get in front of the car before you pass out so you can like shoot the car and like fucking like he like staggers in front of the car. Oh and Bruce Willis man! Fucking, like, destroys him with a fucking fifty cal dude like.
1: That ass. Oh man. Next in the news, um Putin says that the vaccine is as reliable as a AK-47.
0: First off, I don't even know what that fucking means. Like <laughs> Second off, fuck fuck Putin. Yeah, you know, like period. Fuck fuck Russia in in general. You know what I mean? Like just fuck the fuck the, the Kalishnikov. Fuck the Russian government. Not not the people, it's a beautiful people. There's actually a couple places in Russia I would love to fucking visit someday. Oh yeah. But I never will. But I never will. Yeah. Because fucking because I'm not gonna no. I'd love to fuck, see I'd love fuck. to
1: see Red Square. I'd love to see I'd love to see fucking uh Saint Petersburg. There's two there's two locations I want to see in
0: Russia. Excuse me, in person. And they're both in the same city. They're both in uh, Vogelgrad, which is formerly Stalingrad. Yep. And there's the motherland, the motherland statue. And then there there is uh, Pavlov's house. So Pavlov, yeah. Jacob Pavlov, was the a guy with a, basically a small contingent of Russians, in this one house, this one like apartment building, held off, basically an entire German field army, for two months, two, fucking, or, or was it was it, two, was it 39 days or two months? Why is the number 39 popping into my head? I think it was two months, but yeah, whatever but they held off an entire field army basically like 50,000 people you know that's a, that's what what would you would consider a yeah. field army for, for 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 months like literal months like and that house still exists that building exists i literally just want to go see it that's it it's called and it's called Pavlov's house like because they held it out when they found german officer maps after that after that portion of the battle they had Pavlov's house Identified with an icon of a of a castle, basically.
1: Shit. They literally, they literally, do they fucked them up. They fucked them up. That's fucking crazy. And yeah, um, now from what I understand, the automatic collision to call forty-seven is not reliable at all. I don't necessarily agree with them. I don't necessarily agree with that. So, so
0: it is kind of reliable. What you're fucking doing? It is. I mean, if, if you're not, if you you don't hold it over your head and fucking spray and pray, I mean, any any weapon, it's it's a seven six two, okay? So, yeah. the bullet the bullet flies fast enough that if you if you have decent enough if you have a decent enough barrel, on your weapon, in theory, the bullet flies fast enough that for the first three to probably six hundred meters, that bullet's gonna go where you tell it. So really, like, how inaccurate is it? it? It is not meant to be a long-range weapon. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a near to, it's a, it's a, it's a mid-range weapon, basically. It's what I would call a mid-range small arm. It's a small arm, but it's it's mid-range.
1: Yeah, it's, def- you know? it's definitely one you want to use in a Call of Duty game. You could, yeah, I
0: mean, absolutely. That's I mean, that, that was my go-to. I mean, I all I did was soup up a fucking AK-47 in Modern Warfare, and like, because as long as you, the 7.62 round is big enough that it will fucking. Do 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 what it needs to do between you and the target. Absolutely. As long as that, as long as that target isn't fucking like eight hundred meters away. I mean, if you're if you're if you're a good marksman with your weapon, that shouldn't be an issue. So fuck, fuck dude. Fuck Vladimir. Why are we even having this conversation? Fuck Vladimir Putin. Yeah, yeah. I just I
1: just thought it was <laughs> very funny because I I. No, mean, you're
0: right. You got, no, you totally got me on one now. Because fuck him, dude. Like Yeah. Fuck
1: yeah. So so on to the next. UFC two fucking sixty six is tonight. I am it fucking is. pumped. You sound fucking pumped. I want it,
0: dude. I want to hear. I want to hear. All your, right. I want to hear where you're gonna go starting. Yeah, I want to hear your voice on this one. Okay, first. so
1: so first up, before I even get to the main card, the prelims of Dan Hooker is fighting Nazra ha- Hakparast. I don't know why Dan Hooker is in the prelims. We all know he. That I mean, we get it. Okay, the guy. The guy lost a a, a match not too long ago. In, in in stunning style too. Okay, my bad. Now, why Dan Hooker's on the prelim? I don't get it. But he's not even the main event on the prelim. Marlon Marais is against Marab Davashili. I think I think Davashili is gonna wipe the floor with Marlon Marais, and I also think Dan Hooker is gonna beat Nazra Hakparast.
0: I would also take Hooker in that fight. Yeah, I don't know about the the first one. I'm not I'm not versed enough to
1: really. Yeah. So, I mean, we're looking at before I get to the main event, uh, we're going to we're going to go down. We got Jessica Andrade and Cynthia Carvalho. The odds for Jessica Andrade, she's considered the underdog with a negative 280. Um, Cynthia Carvalho, Calva- Calve- if I if I remember correctly, I believe this may be a rematch that I think Carvalho may have won the last time. I, could, I I don't I don't remember, but I I think Cavallo's gonna win this one. Watched a couple fights with her; she's pretty nasty. Uh, Jessica Andrade, on the other hand, is is she's got some fucking hands on her man. So this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun fight. This is gonna be a fun fight to open up the main card. Uh, then we got Curtis Blades and Rosenstruck. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, you got what? Do you got? I I I I like them both. I like them both. I really like Rosenstruck, but I really think Curtis Blades is going to take this one. I'm,
0: I'm. You're not going to hear me argue with you, but I don't. I wouldn't. This is not. This is not a fight I would bet on. That is not the fight I would bet on. Yeah. I,
1: that's coin yeah, flip. Exactly. Coin Ex- flip. Yeah. Next we have the one. I mean. I get why it's not the main event, but they just should have had a separate pay per view for this. But Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler. Here we go. This, so, is, this is this this is pro- this is probably the most. Actually, it's not probably. It is the most interesting fight on the card. Obviously. Okay. Obviously. Robbie Lawler hasn't been looking too good. You know, mm. and, and I'm not counting his loss to Ben Askren. I'm not counting that.
0: Okay. Nick okay.
1: Diaz hasn't fought. In years. Buku fucking years.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Now I've, I've been watching a lot of interviews with the two of them. They both. I mean, Nick Diaz. He he's got like this this weird calm to him that's very scary. And he said, "It's hard to it's hard to bring back gangster during these times." And Damn. but you know, <laughs> it's hard to bring back gangster. So that just goes to show me that he understands. It's not. It's not the early two thousands anymore. He understands oh, it's a different ball no. game.
0: He's no, and he's gonna. He is the the onus in this fight. So so, let's back up like, probably like not even a half step, like a quarter step. Yeah. In the first fight, Robbie Lawler was heavily favored to win. Heavily favored to win. Okay, and so the that little is. flash knock that, that little flash knockout from from uh, Diaz's uh, jab to to Lawler's chin. You know, was very unexpected. Uh, Diaz keeping the feet, keeping the the fight on the feet was unexpected. Diaz fucking dominating on the feet was unexpected. Absolutely. But that fight was 17 years ago. That is not to take away anything from Nick Diaz or Robbie Lawler. Here's the the problem for the problem that I see for Nick Diaz in this fight is not that he whether or not he can win. He can definitely win. You know, so obviously just like Robbie Lawler, Robbie Lawler could win too, right? Obviously, duh. But the problem is not whether or not Nick Diaz can win. is can Nick Diaz basically um, bring himself to the 2021 MMA era. He has not fought for several years, and it's not the same anymore. You're not – the the dude's, the dude's my age. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Nick Diaz is like the same age as me. Same with Robbie Lawler. He's not like, a
1: young buck, yeah.
0: No shit, you got to work about twice as hard to get about half or three quarters as far. You know what I mean? And 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 it doesn't matter what level you're at. I mean, you're, you're we're talking here. Obviously, he's kept himself in good shape all these years. Of course, he has. But you're not. But the recovery time, you know, and keeping yourself that way, like it doesn't, it doesn't get any easier the older you get. So the onus in this fight is actually on Nick Diaz because he hasn't fought. We haven't seen him in the fucking cage in that long um Lawler is fucking Lawler. The dude has been a fucking yeah. beast. The dude has been a fucking beast his entire goddamn career. Literally his entire his career. To to include to include probably one of the greatest fights of all time. I probably definitely in my top 5, easily in my top 5 is the UFC 189 fight against um Rory Rory uh, McDonald. You know, when he, him and Rory McDonald had that fucking war, you know, and and who came out on top in that fight? Yeah, Robbie Lawler. Yep. You know when he welcomes Ben Ben Askren to the fucking UFC by dumping him, dumping his ass on his head. You know what I mean? That's fucking Robbie Lawler. Like the dude is a fucking <laughs> that animal. was great. The dude is a fucking the dude's a fucking animal. Yeah. This is Robbie. This is Robbie's Robbie Lawler's fight to lose. Right. Yeah. So the, the onus is on Nick Diaz, but again, I'm favoring I'm favoring Lawler in this fight. Yeah.
1: But, and right now what? Lawler and Lawler is gatekeeping too.
0: But but don't 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 in, don't in a million years l- let anybody think that like I'm not calling this fight for Lawler. I'm saying I I think I think he's probably got a better chance of winning. But don't I'm not making a that's not my prediction though because Nick Diaz Nick, Nick Diaz is Nick fucking Diaz. Yeah. So whether he fought whether he fought six years ago or he fought yesterday, the dude is he's also his own type of animal. He's stocked in two oh nine. Him and his brother don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's not like it's not like the dude's been fucking sitting on his ass fucking for the last like however many years. He, you know he's been doing shit. You know he's been yeah. doing shit.
1: Now he's, he's still Nick fucking Diaz. So that was so, your prediction. So my prediction is we're gonna end in controversial fashion.
0: Oh boy.
1: Uh, that's what I think is gonna happen. I think someone's gonna throw either an elbow. Someone's gonna get poked in the eye. I think I think this. I think we're gonna end either in a no contest or we're gonna have a controversial finish. Um, I can't. You, you, don't, you, you don't think it'll go the distance? I don't think it'll go the distance. This fight, I don't think so.
0: I don't know. I don't know if, if Robbie Lawler can make it 25 minutes anymore. He probably can't. But and if I know, he does, but, 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 but I guarantee you, Nick Diaz can because they're they're like him and his brother are all about cardio and fucking. You know. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, he's his damn coach. I mean, if if you're right. if, if you're if you're your own brother's coach, and you're not right. in shape, then you're not setting a good influence for your fighters for your athletes. So. You know, I I think that's another thing that people need to uh, to remember too. He's always in Nate's corner. He's always training with him, so he's in good shape. Next the next fight is actually gonna be really fun. Valentina Shevchenko, excuse me, versus Lauren Murphy. I got
0: Shevchenko all
1: day. How do you you bet against her? How do you bet against her? She I mean I never will. Not until not until she starts pulling some Holly Holm shit. Yeah I
0: mean L- lo- losing fights she has no business losing like exactly shevchenko, shevchenko has never lost a fight she had no business losing yeah as of right, as of right now and yeah. i say that as and all, it's, the fights, all the fights that she has lost she has lost yep. to a better fighter that night and it's not I mean? to
1: take away from lauren murphy she's no number, not, she's no, she's exactly. number three in the ranks yeah, no, a hell of a fighter absolutely american absolutely. American, you know, part, I, I believe she's part of American top team as well. You know, one of the most um, American teams out there, which I love, you know. So, you know, always, always with the Americans. But I think we need to go with reality here. Shevchenko Absolutely. is a fucking beast. Yes. You know, she is. She's, do, she's doing ballet one day and then shooting pistols the next. Okay. Right. Like this right. shit, like this shit is not fucking like this isn't child's play man. here. Like.
0: She ain't playing, dude. She didn't she didn't, she she come here to fuck around.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean let's let's look at the pattern that that area of fighters have. Look, mm-hmm. look at all these Russian fighters. Russian, uh, you y- Kazakhstan, the, the Middle East, you know, that, that area, Georgia, they 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 love to fight and they're fucking good at it. They're fucking good at it. You know? And then we have um, the main event. Brian T. City Ortega versus Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Um, if you guys, uh, this, th- the Ultimate Fighter came back, and it was with them two hosting it. Um, got to watch a couple, got to watch a couple uh, replays and stuff of it. Holy shit, this is going to be a hell of a fight. They got into each other's heads. They got into each other's necks. They're accusing each other of taking steroids. The press conference was hot as hell. Woo! It was hot yeah. as hell. Yeah. This is going to be, you know, I is it I'm assuming I think this is their third rematch, their third fight. This shit is going to be fucking crazy. Brian Ortega, I mean, I a he, uh, one hell of a fighter, Alexander Volkanovski, another hell of a fucking fighter. W- who's going to win? I'm saying uh TKO in the 4th. Brian ortega really yeah i'm
0: gonna take uh i'm gonna be taking volk on that one dude so i think yeah yeah we're gonna have to see how this one ends up because yeah i'm trying to I'm, I'm, I'm taking i'm taking volk volkanovsky
1: yeah it's gonna so. be it's gonna be a great it's a great card it's oh, a yeah. great card it's got a mixture of really good fighters uh, i i love i love it when the when the females are are shown on the main card you know, we got we got two we got two fights with them showing up. Opening the show, which I think that opener for the main card is going to be fucking solid. I think it's going to be real solid. That's going to be a hell of a fight. That first one, the Nick D- I, I for some odd reason I feel like the Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler fight is going to lack in action. But I think Shevchenko and Murphy are going to duke it out. TC, you know, I don't know,
0: I don't know, I don't know that the Lawler Diaz fight is going to be lacking in action. I really don't. I don't see either. I wanna I wanna be wrong. I based on some of the kind of like older, you know, like legend fights that we've seen in like like some of the legend fights that we've seen recently, yeah. you're not wrong. They a lot of them have been very lacking, but these two have not really ever done that in their careers. So Nick Diaz has a style where Sometimes he'll try to make people come to him. You know what I mean, which can can which can become boring. Yeah. But I don't see. That's I don't what see I'm afraid do, of. I don't see him doing that against Robbie Lawler, and I don't see Robbie Lawler allowing that, allowing that to happen. Interesting. I see Lawler. I see Lawler pushing pushing the pace in the beginning, especially like first two rounds at least. I see Lawler pushing the pace. Uh, Diaz probably uh, finding his rhythm and then once diaz fucking finds his rhythm round 2 round 3 and and on from there um i see it becoming a, a war i really do i do not think these two That's are capable interesting. i don't see i don't think i don't think these two are capable of having a boring fight with each
1: other i really don't and I, 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 ho- and I and
0: i and i and i hope you're
1: wrong i i hope I'm- i hope i am wrong i hope i am wrong you know there there just seems to be a pattern with these fights sometimes you know and no, that's the pattern that we see. And while we're talking about patterns, before we get to our final segment, um, I mean, are, are you are you following uh, what's going on with John Jones?
0: Yes, this fucking cocksucker dude, <laughs> <motherfucking> <laughs> piece of shit, dude. You, this dude is like such a fucking piece of shit, dude. Like, he okay, not this guy. This guy has the most has had the most self destructive career in the fucking history of not only
1: not only is he 11 and 0 in the ufc but he's fucking 11 and 0 with the justice system too like god damn so i mean you get inducted into the hall of fame you wake up the next day in a fucking jail cell what are you doing what are you doing partying in vegas i guess well i don't know know. well so uh,
0: have you seen the charges I, all I saw was domestic.
1: Okay. So, correct? so domestic battery and okay. tampering with a vehicle, which is, what does that mean? I don't know. But from what I've read, it's a felony. It's like an automatic oh, felony.
0: Oh, oh, that kind of tampering. Yeah. Like the kind of tampering where like it could fucking endanger somebody's life. That's, Tamper- that's
1: what it sounds like. That's Jesus what it sounds like.
0: Fucking Christ, dude. Um, fuck you, dude. Fuck him. Do
1: you,
0: fuck know, him. You,
1: you know, you know, Period. Going into the Hall of Fame and then getting arrested a few hours later is the most John Jones thing you could fucking do. And even Dana White said, we just, we can't bring him to Las Vegas. Every time he comes to Las Vegas, he, he gets in trouble. I mean, dude, and then, like, right right before, right after the induction, he says, yeah, I'm just going to focus on doing less controversial shit. Well, good fucking job. Good yeah, fucking go. job. To, like, yo, like. Way to go, Slugger. You have, like. In the past eight years, in the past, what maybe eight years or maybe ten, uh, ten years, he has gotten, he's had eight events of failed drug tests and arrests. Correct. And let's not yep. and let's not forget about his his little incident with him shooting a gun in the air just a couple months ago.
0: Right. And that's like I don't know, I, you I, know. it's know, you... these it, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm on like I'm you want the root. Like,
1: you yeah, you want to root for somebody, man. You want well, it's, to. It's like,
0: god damn, it's it's like I. I don't understand if if you if. What I hate about him the most is is the hypocrisy. It's like I you do. are one of the you're probably one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time. His his resume of of the fight of of his. It's, oh my his god. His resume, his resume in the UFC is a who's who, of light heavyweight champions. And he wrecked them all. Wrecked them all,
1: in beautiful but, fashion.
0: But it's like, don't be a fucking hypocrite, man. If if you're if you're kind of a shitbag on the outside, like, at least fuck, like own it. At least own it. Don't pretend you're this fucking good dude when you're not. You know, like Daniel Cormier has called him out on this a million times. It's just like you're not a good person. Like, just at least just own up to it—the fact that you're a piece of shit in real life. You know what I mean? Like, you're just not a good. You're just genuinely not a good person. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, I like, mean it,
1: it, it comes to a point when you know, okay, you start feeling bad for somebody because you know, oh, right. maybe maybe they had a bad upbringing, maybe they're they're you know maybe they're younger, they don't know better. No, this guy's in his thirties, no. early thirties. Yep, you know, getting in fucking has, trouble.
0: Has the world at his fingertips too. Like he could he could go and be and do probably whatever he wants at this point because of his success in the ring, you know, in the octagon. And to be that big of a fucking piece of shit when you're already fucking successful, basically,
1: like yeah. Now, if you're ESPN, and you want to hire a fighter to be a a a, 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 a caster, a, a sportscaster, who and, are you? Are, are you looking at John Jones? Not, no, fuck no.
0: And it's a not, shame because he's not, so not,
1: smart. He's fucking but smart.
0: But he and he, and here's the shitty part. I say fuck no. Bet fucking money though that. Eventually, someday down the road, you're probably going to see him as one. Somebody's going to fucking break down. It might not be ESPN, but somebody's going to fucking break down and have him on the commentary team for a fucking for a pay per view or fucking whatever. I don't think, I don't think the UFC is ever going to go away, but I think the UFC is going to start losing a lot of market share in the next five years because they they are fucking their fighters over so bad. Somebody's eventually just going to fucking hire John Jones, yeah, because because he's available. You know what I mean? And but, but fuck, dude, fuck him. Like straight, straight up, just fuck him, dude. Like he's John Jones is like that dude, who was kind of, he was kind of cool but kind of a prick when you were in high school, and then you got out of high school and you went through college and then you came back and like you know visited your hometown after you came back from college, and he's, he was like, still there, still up to the same bullshit, still like, on the block, still fucking, just, yeah, and just and now he's like in full douche mode versus like he was kind of cool. Where he was kind of cool back in high school, he's just in like full douche mode now. You know what I mean? Like he's like he's a grown adult douche, basically. You're a fucking douche. Fuck him. Fuck him, dude.
1: Definitely not coming into the army. I'll tell you that much. No. Or, ma- no, he- or maybe he fucking
0: should. Yeah, right. Maybe, yeah, maybe you should bring bring that motherfucker down to like our
1: level. Yeah. So right? now, so now I got um, I got I got a nice little article here for us to end the show with. Like, well, it's a couple things that we have. We're gonna talk about some regulations right now. Some okay. Some funny. Some a little out of this world. Okay. Uh, the first one is dueling. You cannot. Dueling. You cannot duel. Uh. The dueling isn't allowed in the U.S. military. You cannot pull out your sword, pistol, or even your fist and challenge someone who has wronged you The duel. According to the manual, any person subject to this chapter who fights or promotes or is concerned in or connives of fighting a duel or who, having knowledge of a challenge sent or about to be sent, fails to report the fact promptly to the proper authority shall be punished as a court-martial may direct
0: so i've i've heard i'm familiar with that regu- that aspect of the regulation uh, in ucmj here's the thing um, it gets it gets overlooked quite often you know there there's it doesn't happen it doesn't happen all the time and i i don't even want to say it's common but when i when i was junior enlisted and this is this is just me as a mechanic so this is before i even went over to like the combat arms side because on the combat arms side it's way different you know and and probably more extreme but When I was a mechanic, you know, sometimes you saw a couple of dudes just go out to the woodline and fucking do their thing and fucking whatever they did out there, they did. And they came back. It was over. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's not very common these days. I want to say, you know, 2020, 2021, like this era, because it wasn't very common back then even. But every once in a while, like I did, I was witness and privy to it a couple of times where it was like, go do you two, go go do your fucking thing, and and when you're done, come back, and hurry the and and while you're at it, hurry the fuck up. Yeah, because 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 we got shit to do, and we can't be we can't have you guys fucking.
1: Yeah, so. there, there there goes regulation, and there also goes being a human being too. You know, correct. Some well, well and then, some people. Go
0: ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, go some ahead.
1: some people some people like to talk it out. Some people like to fight it out, and they feel a hell of a lot better after that.
0: If both if both people are okay with fighting it out, I mean. The big thing with fighting it out is people get hurt. That's the that's the big problem.
1: And then you have to that's explain why, it.
0: That's why in the army it's not very common anymore. It wasn't really. I don't want to say it was common even when I was junior enlisted a decade ago because it wasn't common. It still happened once in a while, but it was not common.
1: Yeah, I actually. And,
0: and, and if and if and if senior leaders, if senior leadership had caught wind of it, everybody's ass would have been grabbed. Yeah, so,
1: I actually witnessed an incident. I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but. You know, w- w- I, you know. I, I
0: felt the same. I felt the same about sharing mine. My- yeah,
1: listen, yeah. listen, guys. Here's the thing, and I tell all my friends this: if you tell me something, I'm gonna air it out on the show. I am the tea spiller. I am the guy that 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 ruins your life. So, don't tell me anything that you don't want to be aired. So, I witnessed uh, a, a senior enlisted NCO, okay, argue with a with a PFC. Okay. Even threatening to take off his uniform and go to the back of the building, and and I don't know if it happened or not. I don't know what happened after that, but all I know is that both of those guys didn't work at that building ever again, and I didn't see them after that. So yeah,
0: you know. it, they, it, it is taken seriously. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and that's some you know, and this, this is not a uh, a one-upping thing at all. Like it's just some of the some of the times I've I've been privy to or witnessed to. That's pretty much exactly what happened. People yeah. just, people took their tops off and did their thing, and then as soon as the thing was over, we we're going back to work, and we're not talking about it, and it's over. Yep, that, and that's it. You know, it, that's how it's supposed to go. A dude getting a skull cracked, or teeth knocked out, or nose broken, or leg, you know, knee 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 damaged, or whatever. Like that's not. We're talking about a little scuffle here. We're not talking about you know, bashing somebody's head in with a fucking rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, but that's also exactly why those rules are in place, to avoid people yep. uh, being injured,
1: basically. Yeah, we actually uh, – yeah, in, in that context. Yeah, we actually used to uh, – real quick before we get to the next regulation. We used to do this thing in boot camp called – because we, we lived in the bays. Uh-huh. Uh, we had this thing called Bay purview. Bay, At,
0: bay, purview.
1: Yeah, so we had a fight club inside of our bay, and we would set up these fights. You know, if, if anyone had beef or anyone had tension, you guys had to duke it out like men. And everyone was around you, like the good old fucking days, cheered you on and helped you out if you got up. And what happened? Me and this one guy, I I want to say that I felt like we had some tension, and it was a pretty even matchup because no one. It was. It ended in a draw. Okay. But after I had that moment with that with that one individual, me and him shook hands and just had that respect for each other. Right. You know? And and you know, I'm not saying guys don't do bay bay per views in fucking boot camp because we had one guy who had a fucking black eye and you know he had, we, he his story was that he slipped in the bathroom and his face hit the sink. But we all know what fucking happened, alright? So the next regulation is toe sneakers. The doctrine specifically states only those shoes that accommodate all five toes in one compartment are authorized for wear. Those shoes that feature five separate individual compartments for the toes detract from a professional military image and are prohibited for wear with the improved physical fitness uniform or when conducting physical training in military formation.
0: So basically you're talking about those uh, like trail running shoes, like the the minimum impact, like the the, the minimal impact shoes that like... They're like the minimalist shoes, basically. Like yep. they weigh nothing. And you like, the, yeah, those, yeah, those shoes, you're not allowed to wear. That's yep.
1: correct. Very, very interesting. Very interesting stuff. And they, you know, a lot of these things, I'm just learning myself. Um, under 134, service members are not allowed to intentionally jump ship. If you fall, that's fine. But the act of entering the water cannot have been willfully done. If a service member is held guilty of jumping from a vessel into a water, he can be punished with a bad conduct discharge, forfeiture of allowances and pay, and six months of confinement. Why do you think that is? I I know the answer, but why do you, why do you think that is? Let me let me let me intelligently think about
0: this. It, it's this is this is a mainly obviously a Navy and a Coast Guard rule, but
1: go uh, ahead. I go I want to I, I want to say. I wanna say that there may be a suicide thing involved there. I don't know. Um I
0: wouldn't go I wouldn't go sue the suicide route, but you're not you're not wrong with the death part.
1: <laughs> oh well obviously they don't want anyone to fucking die. You know, that's that's and, and, one and
0: you're you're in the fucking ocean and like you're in the fucking ocean. Like, you're surrounded by, like, nothing for miles and nothing for miles below you except water. And, 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 and like, animals
1: that will probably if eat somebody, you.
0: If somebody goes overboard, you know, on any ship, let alone, like, God. Like, dude, you can die from jumping in the water off an aircraft carrier. It's that big. Like, you can jump off the deck. If you jump off the flight deck Shit. of an aircraft carrier, you can kill yourself. Like, you, could, you can die hitting the water. Shit. Like, like that's how far above the water the fucking deck of the aircraft carrier is. Like people don't re- people don't realize the, the 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 sheer magnitude of the size of these ships. But even on like let's say a coast guard vessel, let's say like a a little coast guard like a little cutter, you know, that goes and like hunts down fucking drug runners, right? Yeah. Every when somebody jumps off ship, and especially if you do it on purpose, you got to stop everything and like swing back around and fucking do all this shit. Like where the fuck are they? You know if it's choppy seas or bad waters like you can't see people like there's motherfuckers that wear like bright orange suits and you'll you you'll be lost in the ocean yeah you 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 you're a, a speck and you're then to consider the the,
1: the, the the proper prep time needed to get a boat to get down there to save you
0: you will you will fucking yeah like you can it, it's you're endangering not only your life but you're endangering the entire the boat, boat the boat the fleet whatever you're with it's all like yeah, you're going to get kicked the fuck out. Like, yeah, it's basically, it's basically like failing a drug test. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, a, you're a fucking idiot for doing that on purpose.
1: Fuck you, you know? So, they take it, yeah, they take that shit pretty fucking seriously. Yeah, the next one is pens. I, actually, I was actually familiar with this. The pen consists of seven different parts. It meets 16 pages of military specs, including that it be able to write for a mile with no fading and withstand temperatures up to 160 degrees and down to 40 degrees below zero. It use it, Its use dates all the way back to the Great Depression. Yep. That's a yeah. So, that, that is a very interesting one. I, and I remember hearing about this one. And just thinking, okay, well, that's a little fucking stupid. But uh, you know, after actually using a pen, using a pen while walking during a, during a march, you mm-hmm. start to see that, depending on the weather, it's yep. it. It doesn't look good. You have ink smudging, yep. you know, and on top of that, if it's re- if it, okay, for example, if it's yep. really fucking hot and they have, um, for, for those who don't know, they actually have notebooks, waterproof notepads that they give mm-hmm. you. Yep. There you go. They, mm-hmm. they give you waterproof notepads in boot camp, And with that, you know, let's say you're writing something with a pen and it's raining. That stuff is going to smudge off. So the importance of having a, a pen, and we're talking about, we're not talking about a $10 pen. A fucking no. bic pen does the fucking work because apparently they knew the standard, you know. But it, that's that, that's a very interesting regulation, but it's also very useful because if you have smudged ink and, you, and you're in the middle of a, of you know a wooded area like the Coringal Valley, you're gonna need that's that.
0: Exactly. That is exactly why there's a regulation covering fucking pens, yeah. right? Like that's <laughs> it's, it's it sounds very mundane and humdrum and kind of like why the fuck would you even need a. Re- but the reality is, you can't just have any old pen. If it's if you're in if you're training in Alaska, you know you're doing that Arctic shit. You know what I mean? Like, it gets like forty below zero. Like, you need to have a way to write shit down. Yeah. Your 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 pen needs to be able to work. So.
1: Yeah. And, and and then we, and then, I mean, ink freezes, people. Ink freezes. It, it sure does. The next sure the next one I can't believe is actually a regulation, but it's drinking liquor with prisoners. If you're standing post and guarding a prisoner, you aren't supposed to give him or her booze. We thought this one was pretty weird, but the existence of such a law makes us think that someone somewhere must have actually done this one. But why? The punishment for this is three months of forfeiture of two-thirds pay per month for three months. Damn. That's harsh.
0: Right. Well, and, and we haven't had to take prisoners for quite some time as far as like a massive amount where you that you know like a massive amount of prisoners that would necessitate like a camp or a guard right but this i'd say it's pretty self-explanatory like yes obviously somebody probably fucking fucked that one up like in whatever war decades and decades ago but yeah obviously you're supposed to feed feed your prisoners give them water you know treat them humanely whatever you don't fucking feed them booze, okay? You, you don't give the prisoners goddamn booze. I mean, come on, but let's be let's be real. Yeah,
1: guys, don't give don't give the prisoners alcohol. That's 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 against the regulations. Uh, the next one is indecent language. If if you if you've served or even know someone who has, you know that this law is complete bullshit. Still, under paragraph eighty nine of Article One Thirty Four, indecent language is prohibited within the military. What's more. Under Article 88, service members are not permitted to voice contempt against an official, meaning enlisted or lower-ranked persons than a particular official or are forbidden from using derogatory words against important officials. This includes derogation that is verbal, written, and even posted to social media sites.
0: Correct. That is all correct. And they say it's bullshit in that article that you're reading, but the reality is I I I used to call these... um, these little specific parts of the UCMJ, I call them uh, tack on, tack on charges. So it's like your original charge is not going to be indecent language. However, if in the process of doing whatever your actual offense was, the first thing you used indecent language, they can tack indecent language onto it, mm. and basically, and basically, skull, skull fuck you that much harder. That's like the uh, in uh, general, general order number one in Afghanistan. It's uh, the main thing is it's no alcohol, right? But the, there's a secondary part of general order number one, which is porn. We're not supposed to have porn in Afghanistan. <laughs> Everybody knows we bring fucking porn to Afghanistan, right? Like We got, we got like ter- terabytes, terabytes of porn, okay, in Afghanistan, right? Nobody ever, nobody gets in trouble for right? So why is it a rule? Well, when somebody fucks up and let's say like they get caught in their hooch with something they shouldn't have and then they find porn too. They can charge them with that first thing that they got caught with, and then tack the porn charge onto it. Even though everybody knows it's a bullshit rule, it's a tack on. It's like it's to, it's to make sure that
1: like yeah,
0: when we want when we want to get you in trouble, you're gonna get in trouble, and we're gonna make sure that the trouble we get we get you in sticks. So it, it's a tack on charge. So then it's you know it's the same with the uh, the one you were just talking about with the um, what did you say it was? It was the uh, obscene language. It, it, yep. Yeah, indecent or obscene language. That's it's just attack. That's attack on charge. So you'll you'll never see you'll never see somebody uh, crucified in UCMJ because they said fuck. Yes. But you might hear you might see somebody crucified because they did something else, and while they were doing something else, they, they said fuck. Stop.
1: Roger that. Go. That 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 explains it. The next one is, and I have a funny story about this one: um, obscene male be careful sending porn magazines in the mail under paragraph 94 in the manual for court martial service members caught depositing or causing obscene materials to be sent in the mail can face dishonorable discharge forfeiture of allowances and five years of confinement the military defines obscene or indecent materials as language that grossly offends a person's decency propriety or modesty or which can shock a person's moral sense because of its filthy Disgusting or vulgar nature or tendency to cause lustful thoughts is called indecent. Tendency to cause lustful thoughts. Yes.
0: Get the fuck (laughs) out of my face with that bull shit. Oh my god. Hell to the fuck no! Like you want to? You talk. Let's keep that shit in the fucking mailbox, okay? Let's don't a tendency to have lustful thoughts. I'm a fucking dude. (laughs) This fucking can looks like a big dick to me, dude. Like, it's fucking. Let's go use it on something. Yeah. Let's,
1: let's go regulate a, a can of beer then.
0: Yeah. No shit, dude. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, it's, I kind of get the male thing, but that's all. I, I think that's a product of the of the time.
1: The um, yeah. It's it, it's actually funny. So a funny story. When I was in boot camp, uh, my wife sent me dirty photos to me. And, okay. And the funny the funny thing is that other people got caught with dirty photos. That their wife sent them. But not me. Because okay. she only sent like six or seven photos and they were they didn't even look at the in fact there was like minuscule amount of photos that they thought it was like one or two. They didn't even look through them. And they were just like, Alright, yeah. They bent it and they were like, Okay, here you go. And when I opened it up and I saw my wife's bare ass, I was oh, like yeah. I was like, Hell yeah. And I was like, Oh shit, I need to hide these photos right fucking now. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. But, that, but yeah, but that's that, that's good shit, though, dude. But that's <laughs> all, all, the, all they would have made you, dude, they, I, I doubt they would have even taken those from you. They probably would have just made you do a shitload of push-ups.
1: Yep, yep, honest. yep. Uh, the next one is one that a lot of people, that this is a serious one, a lot of people don't know this one, especially those who are going into the Army. Adultery. Cheating on your spouse can get you kicked out of the military altogether. Among other possible punishments. While not a unique law to the military, 21 states have anti-adultery laws on the books that are rarely enforced. Commanders do sometimes charge service members with this crime. Still, adultery charges are a bit hard to stick, as they can be difficult to prove. But your your punishment for that is dishonorable discharge, a forfeiture of all pay and allowances, and and confinement for one year. Possibly, yeah, depending. But yeah,
0: so here's the here's the here's the cheat code for that if you find yourself in the military and you find yourself in a extramarital affair for whatever reason because uh, i want i want to remind everybody that not not every extramarital affair is what i would consider cheating and and, and 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 let me let me clarify this statement let's say two people have decided they're going to get a divorce okay some states have uh, laws on the books that you have to be separated for a year before you can file for divorce. Okay. Let's say North Carolina, right? Where's where, you know, Fort Bragg's in North Carolina. It's a giant fucking army base, right? 82nd, yeah. whatever in North Carolina, you have to be separated for a fucking year before you can even file for fucking divorce, let alone the, the proceedings and everything else. you have to be separated, literally separated for a year before you can even file. If you and your partner have decided to call it quitsies, you know, and you are separated, right? Or you're in the process of separating and it's an amicable separation. Like we're not, we're just not gonna be married anymore, but you got to wait a fucking year before you can even file before anything even starts happening. Oh, shit. We're human beings. we like fucking, okay. I'm just saying <laughs> we like fucking that's technically adultery because you're still married, but no. You were just doing what the state said and fucking waiting a year before you filed for divorce. I mean, that's really what it comes in. That's still considered adultery because you were still legally married. So, here's the cheat code for anyone in the military: if you're accused of adultery, fucking tell whatever branch of whatever branch you're serving, prove it. If you ain't got no pictures, you ain't got no fucking videos. You know, like if the person that you're 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 boinking doesn't talk to the army, doesn't give them any information, they have to prove it. And it's very hard to prove. If you say, no, I didn't, pr- prove it. No, I didn't. I didn't do anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck off. Prove it. Yeah. Like, that's where you ask for a qu- The only people I've ever seen charged with adultery are the ones who admitted it. They admitted it. And, and lost their career over it. Kids, don't say shit when the cops are talking to you. Keep your fucking mouth shut. It's called uh, you have Miranda rights. And And don't and don't
1: cheat on your spouse either. Don't don't, forget that. Don't forget forget that one, Jay. First off,
0: definitely don't cheat on your fucking spouse. But anytime you're talking to the fucking cops, dude, like keep your fucking mouth shut, dude. Like you have in the military, you have what's called Article Thirty-One rights. Article Thirty-One rights are equivalent to Miranda rights. You don't have to fucking say shit. There was a time I'm not going to get into specifics. I had a platoon sergeant. I, I there was an incident. I had a platoon sergeant take me into his fucking office, and this dude was like, "Okay, what happened?" And I was like, "No, dude, sorry." And this dude got fucking hot. I'm I'm talking like the dude lost his shit, screaming at me, screaming at me, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm still not saying anything. Like, I got I, I'm I'm not saying anything about any of this." You know, without other people present or fucking, I'm not going on the record about anything right now. Like you're, me, when you talk to when you talk to senior enlisted, when you talk to officers in the army, they can do they can do sworn statements and they can say, well, he said this in the office. So like when my platoon sergeant was like blah blah blah, what you know what happened? I was like, I I, I am not at liberty to discuss that right now. I'm not. And guess what? Everything ended up okay for me. You know why? Because I kept my fucking mouth shut. Stop fucking talking. The only people that get fucking the only people that get in trouble for shit sometimes are the people that fucking like talk too much, and they admit what they did wrong. The only people in the army I ever saw get charged with adultery were the ones who admitted it. Just say no, homies. Makes you just wo- say makes no. you wonder
1: if they actually want it too.
0: You, 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 it's like I don't want to. Like I said, the, the the cheat code is to just fucking deny. The cheat code is to deny it because then they, because then what army, Navy, Marines, whatever branch you're in, they have to prove it at that point. So just say, no, no, yep. I didn't. Yep. No, I didn't. Like yep. make, 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 it fucking, he said, make it fucking, he said, she said, fucking prove it. Absolutely. Do you, you, do you have a video have a video of my penis entering that vagina, you know, and, and doing and, and repeating that motion like 45 times for 30 seconds until I fucking blow my load. No, you don't? Yeah. Fuck off. No, Yeah, that's
1: definitely the conversation you, know? you want to have with your first sergeant on on a, on a Monday morning, too. I mean, dude, bro, shit. Dude, I, dude,
0: I, dude, I'm not lying, dude. Like, my platoon sergeant, like, lost his fucking shit. Like, I'm talking, like, I was 30, 36, 37 at the time, and this dude was fucking screaming in my face. Like, I wanted, I, I wanted to fucking hit him, dude. Like, but it was, like, dude, i I'm sorry your ego is so fragile that me not talking to you like
1: is hurting yeah. your feelings, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like ju- just because you have a little bit of rank on me doesn't mean I'm fucking scared of you, bro. Like I I already know this routine. Like
1: when yeah you, like yeah, you could fuck up my life, but you're not gonna fuck up my, my, my head.
0: You're not yeah, dude, you're not yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Like I'm not intimidated by fucking screaming. Like it doesn't work on me. Like I when 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 you are in the hot seat, you don't talk. You only talk you only talk when the people you're supposed to talk around are there. And it's one of those things where it's like, fuck you, dude. Like, I ain't saying shit. I ain't saying fucking shit. If you don't say shit about adultery, they have to prove it, which makes it very hard to prove. Yeah, you absolutely.
1: know what I mean? So, and so there the, you go. And the last, and, un, and this actually shocked me, but when I understood what the regulation was, I wasn't so shocked anymore. There is a regulation for straggling. Troops who fall behind or lose their way on marches or runs can find themselves in legal trouble. While a straggler on a hike is often just told to hurry up and motivated to continue by their non-commissioned officers, this offense is punishable under the UCMJ. Straggle means to wander away, to stray, to become separated from, or to lag or linger behind the manual states. Uh, The punishment for this is confinement for three months, forfeiture of two-thirds pay per month for three months
0: i've never seen that in use i mean we, and we don't really operate like that anymore like if you go on a ruck march with your company you're not going to get lost yeah it, i've it, never i've not, never
1: i've never seen anyone ever because there's, because there's always a guy in the front and there's always a guy in the back
0: and, and there's and there's usually a chase vehicle too
1: that there's yes usually, there is
0: there's usually not not necessarily always but there's usually a chase yep, vehicle
1: for fallouts just in case people who pass out Fall, shit like that
0: Fallouts, medical medical conditions like whatever like it's that's That's got to be a byproduct of, like, a bygone era in the Army. Absolutely. Because we really don't – like, there's there, there's no way to get lost, like, on a ruck march. Like, I, I can see why they did that, like, back in the day. Like, if you – if you're doing, like, a 12-mile loop and you dip out on, like, mile three and, like, cut through the forest and wait till and just take a nap while everybody else, like, finishes – gets around to your part – the next part of the yeah, loop. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, but obviously that's what that rule was for. It was, like, for fucking sham artists, right? Like, but that's not – the way we operate in the army, and, and I, I'm assuming the marines as well, with ruck marching uh, these days, that's that is impossible. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. There is no fucking way. It', it, it impossible. Interesting.
1: Be, yeah. You know. and, if, um, if,
0: if somebody disappeared on a fucking ruck march in today's army, they would fucking shut that whole section of the post down to search for them. That's true. Like put it that way, put it that way. It, it's it's taken that seriously. Like
1: except if you're like, Fort Hood. I'm just saying, I'm just, say- I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm just saying, I'm
0: just saying. John with the fire.
1: I'm just saying. So um, before we get to our final thought, I have something to show you. So... Is this the other surprise? These bad boys have finally come in. Oh, yes, shit. Is that real? Yes. We, ladies and gentlemen, the DD214... Podcast hosts are on an official, official.
0: No way. Is it like official?
1: It's an official tops card.
0: No way, dude. Look at that, dude. Yes, that is badass.
1: Yeah, so it's beautifully printed. We got the top, the tops logo on Jay's hat there. You know, official as fuck. The printing is beautiful. We got the DD two fourteen logo in the bottom corner. We got the position army right there. You don't got to represent. Uh, la- go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a few of these after we distribute these out to our families and friends. But we are going to have a minimal, minuscule amount for you guys. The reason why it's minuscule, because this is the only time that these are going to be printed. You, this, these, this set right here, Will never be ever printed again. So stay tuned for a contest. That once we figure out what the contest is, how we're gonna do it, you can have one one of these beautifully printed official DD two fourteen gaming tops cards in your hand. Um, Maybe
0: someday that'll be worth a thousand bucks, huh? Yeah,
1: I I mean I just want to say we're on the fucking tops card, Jay. That's fucking nuts, dude. In the Diamond Club nuts. at Kauffman Stadium. So. <laughs> Stadium yeah yeah so That's fucking badass so dude. thank you top so before we get to the final thought which is your turn I just want to say guys uh as always thank you for coming by make sure to always to like subscribe share leave a comment tell us what you think tell us what you hate about this because we, we we probably like that much more than than the good comments you know because I, I do I do like here yeah, I I like constructive criticism,
0: and then I like and then I like telling people to go fuck themselves too. Yeah,
1: so. there you go. So make sure you guys <laughs> write to us. You guys could also leave us a voicemail in our anchor page. So if you guys have something to say, whether it's the most nicest thing to say or the shittiest thing you could ever say to somebody, we want to hear it. Um, for ten percent off your next order of Rogue Energy, oh. use code DD214 Gaming for an order today. Also, use code DD214GAMING for your next art commission from Kobalus Designs. Absolutely. And make sure you check out Blaze Online, veteran-owned company. They've got some crazy upgrades that you guys need to check out. Uh, expect some cool content from them coming soon. And, Jay, the stage is yours. Well, um, it's been another week, I guess,
0: and I just want... As, as always, I want to remind people, you know, everyone, pe- people are out there. People love you. You know, we, we always talk about the, the National Suicide Hotline, you know, it's 1-800-273-TALK. Um, this week is kind of special for me. This is going to be my officially final week as a active duty service member. So this is the final week of my, uh, my terminal leave, basically. So next Saturday, one week from today, we're recording this. And six days from when you're probably watching this on Sunday, um, I will officially be out of the army. And the the worst part about my time in service in the army was how many people that I knew personally that were lost to to suicide. And anytime somebody asks me in the future what was the worst part about being in the army, I'm going to say it's going to be because the worst part of the army is, is, is the people that you lose, you know, and whether it's on the battlefield or whether it's here at home is really irrelevant. And when we lose people here at home and it's by their own hand or, or because of their own actions, it it hurts that much more. Um, I remember when I came out of AIT, when I first got out of training in my very first unit in the first three months I was in the army after training, we had two suicides in our battalion. One of them was in my company. Um, I went to two funerals in the first 90 days I was in the army, and both of them were suicides. You know, and there and there have been, unfortunately, I hate it, as much as shitty as it is to say it, it, it there have been many more sense, many many more sense in my life, where you, you 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 start almost looking at yourself as like I'm a, I'm a survivor of suicide, not because I did anything to myself, but because I've Watch all these other people around me choose to end their lives. Um, so, I, I just want to always encourage people: reach out, get help, pick up the phone and call somebody. Go go somewhere public. Um, there was a night a couple weeks ago. A couple week a couple weeks ago. I don't remember what, what the hell was going on. And I was I had itchy feet. Uh, Nikki had gone. Nikki had gone to bed. And I got itchy feet and I wasn't tired. And I was like, I need, I need to fucking, this is not a suicide thing, but it was like, I need, I need to get out of the house. I'm just going to roll around until 5 a.m. Go take a drive. You know, go do something. Go, go, go somewhere. You know, uh, stay away from, stay away from this particular drug specifically. If you're, if you're having certain feelings and feeling a certain way, stay away from alcohol, please. Please stay away from alcohol. Don't, don't drink. Don't drink to try to drink those feelings away because it, I, I, I always wonder how many people we, we might still have with us if they had just sobered up before they made the decision to to end their life um, and maybe slept on it for another day. There is always, there's always another day. There was a period in my life a long, long time ago, way before the Army, and I very specifically remember feeling like I wasn't going to make it. it I, I, there was no way I was going to make it another day. And I got so scared of having that thought in my head that, I stayed up all night and watched the sunrise the next day and that watching that sunrise kind of gave me that inspiration. Like, okay, I made it through the night. That means I can make it another day. I'm just going to keep trying. I guess some days that's the best you can fucking do. Just keep trying. Don't stop. Never stop. Even if you make zero progress that day, at least you're still breathing. That's the important part. Make a little bit of progress the next day. Then, if you, if you get knocked on your ass and you fall fucking two miles backwards, okay, dude, but you're still breathing. As long as there's air in your lungs, as long as your heart is beating, as long as your eyes are still seeing, you you can go. You can make it. Nobody ever fucking promised us that this life was going to be easy. Sometimes they forgot to tell us how hard it was going to be, right? They, they didn't exactly sell it the right way,
1: you know? We had to roll the Nobody dice ourselves.
0: Nobody said it was gonna be easy. They just sometimes neglect to tell you that, yeah, sometimes it's gonna be really fucking hard too. But that's okay, as long as you're breathing. So, I just want to encourage everybody uh, to have a good week. Have a good week ahead. Call your homies. Call your friends. Check up on your homies and your friends. If you got friends out there that you know are struggling a little bit, give them a fucking phone call, dude. Hello. Just because we're in our thirties and forties now, even if you're in your fucking still in your twenties, I don't care call your fucking homies, you know, fucking your, your buddy or your fucking girlfriend is having trouble with their significant other spouse, fucking check in on them. Okay. Nobody, fucking nobody, nobody, everybody's going through shit. So be, be altruistic and, and share yourself with the people you can share yourself with and take some weight out of their rucksacks. If you need weight taken out of your personal rucksack, call somebody and share your weight with somebody else. fucking road so john uh as always i I do want to thank you 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 have been an amazing partner in this in this uh grand scheme that we have going with our podcast thank
1: you thank you um
0: and and i got and i gotta say like honestly man like this this being this is pretty much the next the next podcast we have guys is going to be live i promise you that and the reason i know it's going to be live is because next saturday i'm having a, a little soiree at my vfw for my getting out of the army and getting ready to leave colorado kind of time so next sunday you will see staff sergeant campbell be j officially as a civilian for the first time in almost 12 Woo! years john you've been a big part of that so we will be live next sunday morning um and i will be a civilian when we do that i'm looking very very much forward to so to so this
1: is your last episode as as, as a member of the united states army
0: as an active duty service member yes that is correct fuck yes. me
1: well it's been it's been a hell of a ride, my man, and
0: I'm, I'm I just, lucky to have people like you in my life. I,
1: I'm lucky to have you in my life. To have a fucking hero like you in my life, man. And let me just say, man, when we met, you were unsure. Halfway through, you were like, "Yeah, no, I'm fucking out," you know. Yeah. And you, you know, yeah. it, it's 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 amazing to see to see you in this in this realm now, you know. So it, and I've always and it's always been yeah. a curiosity to to see where all the all the 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 good guys go after you know after. It's time, you know.
0: Well, I, 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 well, I appreciate your words, and I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't join the army under circumstances that I expected, and I did not. I'm not leaving the army under circumstances that I expected, but it's it's part of life, and, and we we have to live our lives. And it's, I told myself the day I joined the army, don't ever take it for granted because it could end. It could all end tomorrow, and I and I made. I still made it almost twelve years, so I, I had a, I had a good run, and I'm I'm very proud and. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys next week as a fucking civilian.
1: Holy shit. Can't fucking shit. wait, dude. And on that note, guys, we are going to end the show with a song. Oh, really? Yeah, so the song, uh, I thought it was pretty fucking cool. So I'm actually going to put the video up here on the thing, too. Do it. So the song Do it. is called I Left My Home, and it's performed. So the original came from the video came from Drill Sergeant. Uh, Sergeant Apollo of Fort Jackson, South Carolina.
0: I got a buddy who's a drill at Fort Jackson right now.
1: Yep, and um, the song was made by the Kiffness. So, guys, enjoy. We're going to listen to this song, and then we're heading on out of here. Your daddy was home when you left. You're right. Your sister was home when
0: you left. You're right. Your father was home when you left. You're right. the dog was home when you left. You're right. The your cat was home when you left. You're right. The fish was home when you left. You're right. Your mommy, your daddy, your brother, your sister, the dog, the cat, the fish was home when you left. You're right. And that's the reason you left. You're right. I left. My
1: That was that was